Hey everyone, thanks for listening to another episode of Woman Well Rounded Radio. This is part two of cuffing season. So in addition to living with someone because it's getting really cold outside and you kind of want to, you know, have someone to lay next to at night in the bed and so it's not so cold and also maybe to even reap off the benefits of someone's EBT card to an unsuspected victim because there are a lot of you dudes out there and even women who might, well, more so I'm going to say men, who prey on people who have a nice place to live. Maybe they um, are a hard worker and they might, you know, have happen to have a, you know, a refrigerator full of groceries (laughs) or even an EBT card that you benefit from because, well, now that you're living with them, for the cold winter months, well, why not have yourself something from the fridge? Or maybe they'll make you a meal if you're even lucky. And uh, in return, you get to stay out from the cold in a warm house, in a warm bed, and your stomach is full. And, uh, you know, you're kind of just chilling all day. If you don't have a job, you're, you know kind of just lounging around while that person goes out and works. So do you get where I'm going with this, guys? Because I see so many cases like this, and I've heard of so many situations where men or women are mooching off of the other and or living together for a matter of convenience. So that's part two of the original part one of cuffing season. Um, I wanted to talk about a part two because I think it was important to continue on this subject because a lot of people are living with each other for a matter of convenience more than love, more than morals. A lot of things have kind of gotten in the way. And when it's convenient to live with someone because everything is 50-50 or that person helps out a little bit more or you need a place to stay because you really can't, you know, make it out on your own, it becomes something, you know, it's it's a complacent situation, you're used to it, you don't want to change, but yet you're miserable in that situation. And that's also what I believe is a part of cuffing season as well. Someone who is, you know, I don't know who came up with that silly term, but I use it so people understand what I'm saying or basically time to be tied down because it's winter you're not outside in the summer months you're not you know hanging out and chilling and really just you know having a good time being out because the weather is warmer and you know longer days and shorter nights so um you know to reflect on that I wanted to talk with you guys and find out I did get a few messages about cuffing season there are a lot of people out there who are living with people um, for those reasons, because they don't really have a place to stay or, you know, vice versa. There are people in different situations. They don't want to live with family members. So they rather live with this person, uh, you know, for a while until they get themselves on their feet. And you're really kind of using that person rather than just being straight up honest with them and 100 percent and just keep it 100 like to tell them the actual truth instead of them having to find out, well, when it gets warmer and then the summer is here, they don't see you anymore. Or suddenly 
you know, little by little, you're taking your things out of the house and then all of a sudden that's it, you're gone. So, um, I wanted to reflect a little bit on that because there are a lot of people, um, more than what we know who are actually living together for those purposes. They're just living together for all the wrong reasons. There's no love involved. And there are people with children who, um, are living with others, uh, um, and they don't necessarily love each other. They're just, they're kind of doing their own thing, but living in the same house. I'd call that ratchet household. That's what I call it. That's what's going to be the title of that. I actually need a bell, you know, because when I feel like I <laughs> have some really good, like I have a really good quote in the middle of a segment, I feel like I need to just ring a bell. <laughs> okay. Maybe that was corny, but you get the drift. Um, so I think there are people who are afraid to be open with their partner in fear that the person might put them out, depending on, I mean, you can do whatever you want. If your name is not on the lease, you really have no, you don't have a say so. You can't really talk (laughs) and really say what you want because your name is not on the lease. But if your name is on the lease or on the mortgage, Hmm. Well, half of that is yours as well. So you could say whatever half is on your mind. (laughs) Um, But in my own personal opinion, I know people ask me to say this on the air. What did I personally think about this? Well, I think cuffing season is stupid. I think it's for women and it was created for some men, whatever you, but, but unfortunately the stereotype is it's geared a woman towards a woman's term that you know women who don't have a man you know suddenly are able to you know grab these guys that they wouldn't have been able to tie down during the spring and summer months and you know play house with them for that time um for the duration of winter months and you know the guy in turn gets his belly full he 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 you know reaps off of the woman and her money or her warm house and you know deals with if she has kids or not or whatever um and gets through it and then he's off to the next woman so that's a stereotype um, that was created with the word cuffing that I wanted to um, elaborate more on because, you know, we kind of do, there are things in, in certain instances where, you know, some ladies, and I'm just going to put it out there, it's just my opinion, make it look bad for, for other women because of your desperation. Um I think the more desperate you are, the more bull you are willing to take, the more lies you're willing to accept, the more he can keep coming back to you over and over again. And this makes it hard for other women who are actually trying to stand by their morals and stick with what uh, respect they have for themselves. And it kind of, it really... you know, falling into that stigma of women really, um, you know, being more desperate to keep a man, vice versa, in the urban community, as opposed to the suburban wife, who already has her husband and children and doesn't necessarily understand the 
term of cuffing season. So let's keep that real as well. Um, you know, in the suburbs, that whole genre, that jargon of, um, you know, rhetoric of cuffing and, and slang words doesn't exist um, per se, as it does in the urban communities. Um, you know, because we know, unfortunately, a lot of black men stray more than white men do. And I'm just going to put it out there. Um, and that's just, it's not a statistic or a known fact. It's just, um, something that is a little bit more prevalent and seen, um, within society that, Unfortunately, African-American men, brothers, do stray more often than Caucasian males. So the original word, uh, you know, cuff, obviously, (laughs) we're not talking about a shirt. Um, We are talking about usually in an urban setting a black woman who is housing a black man and he may or may not have a job and he might be using her for a matter of convenience to stay with her during the winter months. And then once the spring and summer comes around, all of a sudden he disappears. That's it. Like he's on to the next woman, off to the next woman. He's just ghost. So... Um, guys, let me know what you think. Are these, you know, are these disadvantages that we, that black people give themselves as far as, um, creating terms that kind of stigmatize our households? So in other words, is this something that is the same conversation with a white suburban family as opposed to an urban uh, family. And maybe it's just for fun originally, the the word, the term. But to be more serious, I just think personally to myself that it gives black women a bad rap um, or Latinas or, you know, I know that Latina women don't consider themselves a part of the African-American heritage, but in fact, that is not true because Latina women uh, and men are part of a little bit of everybody. Um, So you can't say that you are 100% of one thing because you're not. So um, moving on for that, I think that um, making up when we say we're black Um, We are, you know, we are made up of everything. Um, The first thing you see is a black person's skin. But truth be told that black people are also very mixed uh, people as well. So, you know, to just to clarify some of those things, I know I was listening to some uh, Latina women today and men who don't consider themselves this or that and then there are some or a lot who actually consider themselves a part of everybody and that's including um, African-American heritage as well so when I do say the word Latina or when I'm referring to black African-American women I also am including other uh, minority groups as well Um, and I'm also including Caucasian women 
uh, when I talk about suburban because I want to include everybody in the conversation. I kind of want to know what everybody's thinking. And I want that feedback from everyone because I think it's important to have that conversation uh, amongst different groups of people so we understand one another a lot better. So um, that might have turned into something else totally different um, as far as what you wanted to hear as far, in regards to cuffing season. But I think I elaborated on that category um, as far as the part two of the episode. So if you guys want to, you know, leave me a message, you're welcome to do that because I definitely will put it on air. And like I said, I'm going to have two guest um, co-hosts on my next um, few podcasts. One is um, a top fashion expert from Johnson and Wales University. I'm going to have her from her Manhattan office. And I'm also going to have another well-known author um, who's on the New York Times bestselling list. Um, You'll check her out soon too. So I'm going to have some really um, wonderful, extraordinary women on my podcast coming up. So stay tuned, guys, because I definitely want you guys to experience this and I'm also going to come up with a new um, just for the month of February and maybe I'll go over that but for the month of February I was going to come up with segments and they're going to be in regards to black history so I'm going to do some fun black history um, you know just question and answers. I'm going to do some fun black history um, facts. uh, And I'm going to be talking about different things, just history in general, because that's one of my um, that's one of my fortes. So I love history. So for you history buffs out there, I have a wonderful February coming for you. It is going to be awesome. So stay tuned, guys, because I have so many extraordinary episodes coming up. Brand new topics, something for everyone. And you guys are absolutely going to love it. So if you have anyone who is a person who's cuffed, or if you have someone in any of the households that I've mentioned that wants to um, chime in on their experience or also tell me um, what they know, please have them call in and leave a message because I am willing to listen to everyone. And plus, I'll put it on the air for everyone to hear and we can have dialect and conversation about it and really have fun. So... I have some wonderful, wonderful topics coming up. So I hope you guys are prepared because it is going to be a fantastic February. You are listening to Women Well-Rounded Radio.